You're listening to Do You Hear Me Now? Amplifying Indigenous Voices. Where we talk Indigenous music's past, present, and future. Give it up for Kurt Young, everybody. I said, baby, don't you text me no more. I said, baby, don't you text me no more. No. Don't you go away mad, babe. Just go away, yeah. I knew you were bad. I thought I liked it that way. Said I knew you were bad. I thought I liked it that way. Yeah. Well, I told you one thing. Let's go away, but in a nice way. (laughs) What's up, everybody? This is the Do You Hear Me Now? Amplifying Indigenous Voices podcast. This is season two. Yes. And uh, you're here with me and Kurt. My name is Trent. My name uh, is Kurt Young. And yeah, it's, it's great to be here. It's been a while since we've actually got together to do this podcast. And, you know, um, we had Chelsea on here, and uh, she's taking a break right now. She's quite busy with. Uh, she's got recording. Her and... Recording. She's taking on some new children. You know, she's got a lot of things going on. So we want to give a big shout out to Chelsea. Um, and you know, she's always going to be a part of the podcast when she can be. But we're going to continue um, with you know interviewing different artists and stuff and so that's the main thing know, right just exactly. getting the music out there just meeting new people letting people know about indigenous artists that are doing this and that are trying to you know put out art so. exactly and that's what it's about and that's what this podcast started out to be was just an avenue to be able to you know celebrate different artists that are doing their thing in a, in in indigenous community and throughout Turtle Island as well so we've had like many guests from around Turtle Island. Last year we had about, I think we did 18 episodes and we interviewed people from Northwest Territories, from Quebec, from Manitoba, from Ontario, Saskatchewan, BC, pretty much every province except for Newfoundland and Nunavut. Um, yeah, artists all across, like you said, all across Canada. Hopefully this year we get more people down in the States and explore more of Turtle Island so we can expose more of our audience to a bigger selection of Indigenous artists. Yeah, you know, it's wonderful to see, you know, the different variety of music that we have within our communities. You know, music has always been 
a part of us as indigenous people. So it's nice to be able to keep that alive and, and share the new stories, the, the stories that are happening now with indigenous artists, the things that are happening in our communities now. I think we're the ones, you know, that help shine the light on those things that are happening in our communities yeah. with our songwriting, with our art, podcast, videos, all it's those type community of events, everything. Exactly. Everything you can get your fingers into. Exactly. <laughs> so tell us what's what you you have some awesome news. Tell us, tell the audience what's happening with you. Yeah. You've had some nominations. You're gonna be doing some stuff on the road here so give the audience uh, a little uh take a little update of what's now. going on well this year um i released an album in may of 2022 uh this summer we were able to showcase in ontario and in right here in alberta at the alberta Touring arts alliance showcase i've made it to the second round now of the country music alberta awards for roots oh. artists of the year where roots can people are- vote nobody you have to be a you have to be a country music member well if you are a country music alberta member reach out and say hey i like that trent guy he's he's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) and then starting off the new year just in like uh what days well in about two weeks time i'll be going to on to ireland to showcase at um showing your roots ireland's folk festival so that's a huge opportunity for me and in that journey, I've been doing a lot of uh, research in my in my family heritage, and yeah, it takes me right back to the town where I'm going to. So that's going to be that'll be another story for another podcast because I have to go through the whole experience first, and then I'll break it down why it's so meaningful and that type of thing. But what's going on with you, Kurt? Oh, you know, like I have, you know, the uh, I'm planning different events with Tony Tusick here. We're kind of mm-hmm. We, we've actually uh, come together to do a little project for Telus Spark there. Um, we're going to be doing the soundtrack. I can't get too much into detail about it yet, but we're basically going to be doing a soundtrack um, for some of the, um, you know, some of the uh, dis- displays and, and mm. dis- uh, uh, what do you call, uh, I can't think exhibits. of exhibits. Exhibits, yeah. yeah. Some of the exhibits that are going to be going around, we're going to be doing that uh, as a soundtrack. And then also uh, we're going to be uh, doing the Four Winds um, Market as well coming up at the end of the month here in Calgary. So, yeah, it's it's always keeping busy doing the podcast, doing that. I'm also planning on doing a little bit of a school tour with the... Um, with the film, uh, they found us. Um, so I'm going to be breaking the film down to be able to uh, present it to um, you know grade three and up, uh, grade three to grade six, and then grade seven to grade nine, and then maybe grade ten to grade twelve. I might have the three full. different versions of it um, depending <clears throat> on the on the age and all that yeah. stuff. So what's going to happen is we're going to actually have a full day. Uh, we're going to show the the film and then we're going to do a blanket exercise and some medicine wheel teachings and have some elders and stuff so i'm coming together with jube school to be able to make this happen yeah so coming up in uh 2023 yeah that's so, awesome news awesome yeah news. gotta keep busy gotta keep busy and you know always expand and, and do different things and you know it's just amazing that we we're able to 
travel around and do our, our thing and share our experience. And, you know, we have an awesome guest here. As we well. do. We met, uh, we have Miss Lena Daniels. I don't know if she's a miss or a missus or, well, we'll ask her when she gets on here. Her name is Lena Daniels. She's a singer songwriter that's based out of Edmonton. And I had the opportunity to meet her last year, I think. And then played a few shows through the I am collective market over the holidays. So yeah, she's, a great singer songwriter up and coming trying to uh get herself established yeah what are you... and and same thing I, I met her through you know doing different events uh here in edmonton and you know it's great to see you know our young you know people coming up and and doing these things and you know uh um yeah, it's 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 always memorable because she likes to sing a lot of the older stuff and it's that's what i'm seeing a lot here in the north is a lot of our younger um, crowd are singing older songs, which yeah. is really cool. And that's what I kind of remembered uh, Lena for is singing some of those older country songs. And, you know, it's quite inspiring. And, you know, these young kids have actually been inspiring me to learn a few country covers myself. So, you, you know, you never know. I might uh, be coming out with because we have a band, too. All of a sudden. No, no. <laughs> Just covers, not my own, but just covers. He'll be doing some know. real deadly I'll country change, all by himself. I'll change my hat. Yeah. <laughs> Big 10-gallon hat. Look at them boots. There we go, there we go. All right, well, why don't we bring Lena in here and she can tell her story to us. Awesome. Here we go. Hello, Lena. Hello, everybody. Dancing. Welcome. Awesome. Awesome to see you and... Um, we see that you know we were talking to you earlier and you said that you just got off work you had to kind of take a shower and get ready for you know this awesome interview that we have for you or with you here um, and I just want to know what uh, what type of work do you do yeah uh, I'm in construction I'm a building operator so I run uh, four buildings off of 51st Avenue here in Edmonton wow how yeah. long have you been doing that uh, for over 10 years. Wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. so I love you, it. I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. And what position did you start off with? I was actually just like painting the stairwells. <laughs> just like You know, just came in to do a few odds and ends and, and clean yeah. the bay and stuff like that. And then they're like, could you do this? And you know, this, and then started showing me different trades. And after you know it, you know, I just picked up on a lot of things and, uh, you know, um, became wow. a yeah. It's awesome to see women in the trades because that's something that they're, they have been really trying to push, especially here in Alberta over the last 10 years. I know there's lots of programs available for women that want to get involved in the trades. And it's good to see because there's no reason that women shouldn't be doing these jobs. You know, they're high paying jobs and anybody can do most of them. So it, it shouldn't be a male dominated field. That's for sure. Absolutely. I agree. And so what do you love about it? You said you love oh. it. Tell us what you love about it. I love like when something's like totally messed up and we come in and just like demolition it all and repair it and build it back to brand new and even better. So I love that. I love seeing the outcome and what we've done and knowing that like, yeah, I just did that. So I, I really love that. And I also love the people that I work with. Um, they're just amazing people. Our group of people is really good. So. Well, that's awesome. And it seems like 
if you love that kind of structure, how you can, you know, tear something down and build it back up, that's probably why you're, you really enjoy songwriting because that's, that's the key component in songwriting is taking an idea and breaking it down to like the littlest piece that you can and then rebuilding it up into something that's better than what you first imagined. Totally. So, yeah. So how long have you been doing music? Um, well, I really got into it when I was about 25 years old. I was so like last year. Sorry, but there's going to be a few jokes here today. Oh, no, no. I love it. I was literally like laughing backstage. Like while you guys were on there, I was just laughing at your little comments and jokes there. So. Um, no, I, I've been singing since I was a little girl, obviously, writing down lyrics as a little girl and stuff like that. But I was very unfortunate. I uh, grew up through uh, poverty, um, you know, um, barely having anything to eat, let alone clean clothes. And then I was in the foster care system all my life. Um, so when my husband, I was about 25 years old, and my husband bought me my first guitar, my first mic, my first amp chair and stand and from then i've never put it down so that's amazing yeah that's amazing yeah and you know what is the weird thing about the whole story is loretta lynn is like my biggest idol and her first guitar came from her husband as well so that <laughs> was cute. amazing that's that amazing yeah. so where did you grow up um i'm from thompson manitoba Okay. Uh, when I was about uh, four years old, I moved to Alberta, to around Athabasca, Alberta. And then I lived there for about seven years. And then I kind of was just all over, right? Like I said, I was in foster care. So I was just in different homes all over. Are you from a First Nation? Are you Métis? Or do you yes. know because of like the... Foster care thing, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. No, I'm from uh, Peter Ballantyne uh, Cree Nation, um, which is in Manitoba. And uh, it's over by, like, it runs in Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and I do believe part of Alberta. Like, the, it's a huge band. And um, it's based out of Pelicanero, Saskatchewan. And our reserve is in Pocketawagan, Manitoba. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard uh, both those names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Same. same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that song, right? From what's that guy song, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've definitely heard a lot of people that like say that and they love to say that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a name just like Tuk Toyak Tuk or whatever, yeah. you know, like I you just to want to say it. Too. I lived in Tuk Toyak Tuk too. Really? No way. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Wow. I uh, recorded an album for the mayor of Tuk, a live album. Oh, wow. When I was up there this summer, he's a singer. And uh, I recorded his performance and mixed down a little album for him. And he's been selling it up there ever since. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So tell us about your first performance your first live performance where was it how did it come about and uh how were you feeling inside oh i was so nervous <laughs> I, I was so nervous but i was so excited i had a an artist in edmonton here by the name of melody MacArthur, who has definitely taken me under her wing and inspired me mentored me and done everything for me i 
my heart goes out to her. She's truly my inspiration in this um, music field. Um, she definitely got my got me going. I guess you could say believed in me. Upmost just believed in me and was like, you can do it. And so she got us uh, a show at the Carrot House Cafe. Um, I'm not quite sure the address here, but it's in Edmonton here. And it's on 118, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like so. something like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I, you can tell I was nervous because I messed up on Coal Miner's Daughter. So <laughs> I mean, like I've sang that song all my life, right? But yeah. you know, it was just it was a learning process. And I mean, I've I've done a hundred shows since then. And I mean it, it but it was great in the end. I was like, I I walked out of there and I felt like I'd never felt before. Like, you know, just performing for other people who just loved the show, hearing them applaud you, you know, all of that really just brought joy to my heart. Even though I messed up, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Well, that's yeah. amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, it's, you know, when you when you get up there and you perform, I think you can, if you learn how to harness that nervous energy, it turns you into kind of a different animal, right? Like you, once you, it's, it's okay to have that pit in your stomach kind of feeling as long as you can just drive through it and then it comes out a little bit better. I was going to ask you, like, going back about your, your um, upbringing, I have, yeah. um, I have experience with foster care from the other aspect of it. My parents were, um, sorry, I keep popping this mic. <clears throat> My parents were um, foster parents for 30 years. They actually still have a foster kid in Red Deer. And um, I often wondered, have you um, thought about doing any um, music to reflect your experiences in the foster care program, like in the foster care system? Because oh. there's a lot of emotion that is attached to that, I imagine. You know, like, because I've, I've seen lots of kids come through my parents' home, right? And I've seen lots of the struggles that they've been through. And I just imagine that if you could find a way to express that, there'd be so many people that could relate to those types of things, those experiences that you went through, right? Absolutely. And I, I have uh, been working on some music that's potentially just relating to that. But the I have a a song that I wrote, which was my very first song. And I think I wrote it in order to um, deal with life, in order to heal and stuff like that. What had happened to me as a young child, um, I was sexually assaulted for years and there was bad things happening in my home. And in order for me to forgive certain people, I had to write music about it. And I called the song All Alone. And it was about me being all alone in these places, in these times, and how could these things happen to me? Like, so definitely, that was my very first song. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's a good way to heal through those things is to be able to express yourself in music. And even if you can just help, like, one kid that's going through some of the same things you did, I think it'd be really worthwhile to do more music like that, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. So tell us what you have uh, coming up. Do you have uh, any shows planned for 2023? Are you booking up? What's what's going on? Yeah, actually, I'm um, really excited to announce that I'm going back in the studio on Monday. 
Ooh, so oh, just nice. like five days. Yeah, yeah. So and that's for my Very second nice. single. Um, and it's called Easy to Forget, written by myself and my husband Ryan Wolf. And uh, we're just really excited about this one. It's a total different song than my first song. My first song was God Took You Home, which is very ex explanatory in itself. You know, God Took You Home. But this other song is a total different um, perspective in country music. And I'm just, I'm so excited for that. Um, also, I have a few more shows coming up in February and March, um, some with global country music, as I'm a part of global country music as well. And I'm also part of the, the Four Winds event that's happening here at the end of the month that I will be with you, Kurt. I do hey, right on. Awesome. Well, what well, you of, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, why don't you play us one of the songs of one of your originals there that you, uh, either the one you're gonna record or the one that you already did record. Sure, sounds good. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. If you oh no, to I was just gonna say, yeah, we're gonna do some singing and some modeling down in uh, Calgary. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, you're in the fashion show as well. Yes, and my daughter oh. is. My daughter Aww. is this time. So, oh, cool. nice. That's I'm beautiful. I'm so excited about that. It's I'm really like, important, I think, for these young ones, right? To be that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, Tony and Melissa are just amazing on empowering uh, not only the youth, but all of us. Like at the beginning yeah. of this year, you know, she was like, um, Can you model for me? And I'm like, In my mind, I'm five foot four. I'm <laughs> not six foot. I, I can't do it. Right. But yeah. You don't have to be six foot to be a model. You can be, you know, no, five no, foot that's, or four foot. That's the know? that's the old, that's the eighties and nineties you had to be. Now exactly. it's a totally different game. Yeah. It's yeah, just about sure. being beautiful and loving your body. Yeah, no, you guys all uh that's wonderful to see. And uh, you know, that's something that's just happened for you too with the modeling. So that's awesome that these yeah. that Tony and uh you know, Melissa are making those things happen. It's just, it's beautiful for sure. Absolutely. So this song is called uh, Easy to Forget. And it's just uh, basically about uh, trust and insecurities, um, you know, realizations and awakenings of relationships. Sometimes we're in relationships where um, you can tell that the other person is still clearly in love with their ex or, you know, just stuff like that, where they're just not in love with you. So mm. I hope I'm not that easy to forget. Hey, nice. You were caught off guard. It was awkward, I cannot lie. Watching you get lost in her eyes. Wasn't long before I realized. Maybe you lied and you were never mine. Perhaps my heart is only in the way. Tell me, baby. 
if you're thinking of doing something you're very great, I just hope I'm not that easy to forget. When we got on, few words were said. You plugged in your phone and went straight to bed. I sat up in the dark, thinking of her with a jealous heart. Do I blame her? Do I blame you? I blame myself now through and through. I only wish we could start again, but we both know that we never can. Perhaps my heart is only in the way. Tell me, baby, I respect whatever you say. But if you're thinking of doing something you very great, I just hope I'm not that easy to forget. It was plain to see that I cannot compete. Watching you and I resign, nothing but torture me. She's much too beautiful for me. and you're just almost whispering there that has really nice uh sounds really nice is what i'm trying mm -hmm. to say and by the way trent i voted for you because i well, am a CCMA member <laughs> i did see that on the thank you right oh awesome <laughs> oh, thank you oh thank you awesome. <laughs> every vote matters right that's what donald trump says exactly <laughs> exactly every vote matters yeah yeah no, so, that's yeah. I really like that song. I I, I like the, uh, you know, the uh, texture of it. You know, I I like the volume of it that you you chose to uh, sing it at as well. You know, it's 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 nice to have songs that are almost a whisper, like a very nice storytelling um, style song. And yeah, I'm liking it for sure. And you said you um, you wrote that with your husband. Yeah. So does, he, does he play and sing or did he just help you with the lyrics or how does that work? Well, he's actually, he writes the lyrics. 
So he's very poetic, we could say. Um, Ryan writes a lot of music for me. And then I usually write the melodies uh, to them. So this one day, I, I don't know, about six months ago, he came to me with this song. And he's like, oh, I wrote this this morning. It took me about five hours or whatever. I wrote it and I hope you like it. Maybe we can make a melody to it. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. But where'd you come up with this idea? Like, where'd this idea come from, right? Yeah. You don't love me? Yeah, like, what is going like who is this other broad, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, sometimes I say the best songs come from real life yeah <laughs> totally yeah yeah but yeah well that's an experience i'm sure lots of people have been through right like yeah. it doesn't have to be this specific yeah. relationship yeah <laughs> whole albums have been written yeah. on exes eh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so where do you find your inspiration for your songwriting besides working with your um significant other um well i definitely have a lot of inspiration from loretta lynn um also from lady gaga which is a total different aspect and genre and stuff like that but they're definitely two of my most like uh, most musicians that i look up to as for indigenous i would say that i look up to melody MacArthur, like everything that she's shown me done for me and like paves the way basically you know um there's so many other artists out there though that i I just absolutely love like your guys's music like kurt you've got a different sound to you same with you trent but you know you both are phenomenal phenomenal artists thank you thank you thank you i'm blushing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no like i said it's just it's so awesome to see a wave of of young people coming through uh you know like bryce and uh zach as well um and you know getting together and jamming and and uh you know seeing this next generation come up and we actually had uh when uh, you know over new year's there we're we're we missed you over there but you know we'll do it again uh where we'll have a full band for you and we'll jam um but zach actually ended up coming out and and sitting in with um the band and kind of doing his own set and stuff like that so you know, it's, it's, he said he's got two more months and he'll be 18 and <laughs> be ready to fly. But he was there. And we were, uh... So excited. It's like he's already there. Like he's been yeah, there yeah. for a year. I was yeah. selling tickets. I was selling 50 50 tickets. And he's like, uh, I'm like, you want 50 50 tickets? He's like, can I have them? I'm like, I'm selling them. Who, who's going to say anything? <laughs> you want them? He's like, well, you know, I'm not quite 18 yet. I'm like, well, there's nobody. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say this live on air, but I was selling 50 50s to, to Zach. And then he was looking at the, the raffles because we had an alcohol basket and a THC basket. And oh, then uh, and then another uh, prize pack. And he's like, can I buy for these? And I'm like, I thought you didn't drink or do drugs. <laughs> and he's like, I can still win them, can I? Yeah, he's like, maybe I can sell them. You never know. Yeah, I was going to say or give them, away. Give them to yeah. friends and family. I don't know. Yeah. There's always that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if our viewers are wondering, uh, we're talking about Zach Williard. He's a fiddlist from this area. That's an up and coming guy. And Bryce Delorme is another um, up and coming 
singer, lead guitar player, fiddler, you know, all around guy. He'll also be at the the uh, the Four Winds as well at the end of this 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 month. And you got to watch out, Uncle Kurt's bringing all the nephews to his shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach, Zach won't be there unfortunately, oh, yeah. but um, yeah, Bryce will be kind of uh, stepping in and doing some stuff there, so it'll be nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm very excited yeah. for that. He is amazing. Yeah. 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 It's really, like I said, all you young people, like, well, we're calling you young because we're like in our. Yes. I'm still older. I'm still older. <laughs> we're, 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 we're the ones that are born. My son, eh? He, he was like, when he was 12, he's like, dad, you were born way back in the 1900s. Eh? Wow. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, imagine if you told them it was the 1970s. Yeah, 1970s. Oh gosh. Yeah, I've been doing this a very long time. I started playing in bars when I was 19, and that was um, 1993 is when I first did my first gig, and I played in a family band with my dad for 20 years. But um, there's been a lot of fun and a lot of. Uh, not so much fun along the way. <laughs> Eventually, I quit drinking, and you know, what is what is your experience has been like? Have you ever played bars, and have you ever dealt with like say other musicians that are intoxicated or any experiences like that yet in your career? Yes, yeah, I I don't like playing bars actually. I and that's personally from those reasons, right? You know, just like different things you hear in the crowds and stuff like that. People not paying attention to you and stuff like that. Like when they're in the bar, they're just like more, honestly, that's how I feel where in the, in like cafes and stuff like that, I feel the vibe. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. You got to have a band. You got to have a band in the bar so you can like. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just my little voice, right? There's just my little voice, my little guitar. And I mean, I went to the bar and I sang Coal Miner's Daughter. So, yeah. I mean, people <laughs> well, like, you know, be like country music them. has this real history of being in a bar room, right? So, that's yeah. that's like yeah. the, the thing. But there is no real true country artist anymore, if you think about it. Like, you listen to country radio or whatever, there's, there's no honky tonk music going on. Like, I grew up. The first time I went in a bar, I was like 10 years old. It was closed, but I was in there on Sunday and I was tearing down gear with my dad because my dad was a career musician. He started playing in like 1970 and he played right up until he was 70 years old. Just in 2014 is when he stopped playing all the time. But um, yeah, so bar rooms was a big part of my life, but it was also a big distraction from what I was doing as well, because you, you get involved in a lifestyle of partying instead of a lifestyle of creating. And it can be rewarding too, because there's lots of bands that go out there and they're just party bands, but they make a good living at it and they're able to do that. But I just, for myself personally, I couldn't relate to that kind of lifestyle anymore because I don't drink anymore. It's been, you know, three years but I also don't really relate to the the themes of country music anymore. You know, I'm older now and I, I don't know. I just, it took me a long time to get to the point where I am, where I'm comfortable writing songs about 
what I want to write them about. I'll do them in the style of country music, but they're going to definitely have topics that are not about pickup trucks and not about beer and not about back roads. Yeah. (laughs) And gold. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm just rambling, but that's, that's what my expression on country music right now. And that's no slight on the country music industry. Please still vote for me if you're a country music member. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. What are your no, thoughts it, on that? It is very true. No, I, I, you, you hear country music all the time nowadays. And it's just like, that's one of our main topics that Zach and I have. Because mm. we're, when I do sing my country music, like, you guys have heard me. I'm like Loretta, Dolly, like all this old country music. And that's what I love. And that's more like what I steer towards is the old country music, but we don't really hear it where it's a mix of pop or it's a mix of rock or it's a mix of a little bit of everything. Even rap. Yeah, it is rap. You know, that's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Steve Earle, one of my favorite songwriters of all time. He said the reason he does not like modern country music is because modern country music is basically rap music for white people that are afraid of black people. (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. It's, it's taken its, its own turn. I, me too. Like I grew up with the older country music myself and, you know, I'm, I've always been a fan of the older stuff as well. Yeah. You know, like 80s. I like some some 90s, but mostly 80s and 70s. That's that's my that's my stuff. I like, yeah, me too. Yeah, for sure. So since you're uh, here, we'll, we're going to pass you the guitar now. Okay. You can sing us a song. Awesome. And then, yeah. Give me, I had a pick here. It's like me losing my picks, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so this song I'm going to do, I'm working on an, a new EP or album. I'm not sure how many songs I'm going to do. I'm just kind of in the planning stages and learning the songs because I'm doing um, an album of songs that my dad wrote that he never had the opportunity to record. And um, I'm co-writing some of them because they're not finished. But uh, this is one that he used to do in the bar all the time. I've got an old cassette tape of his band playing this song. So this one's called An Old Memory. And it is a real country country feel for you, Lena. So here we go. Oh, let's see if I can do this now. Hey, what you doing? Back in my memory, I thought I lost you a million tears ago. Once again, I embrace that same old feeling. Wonder if I could ever hold on to you. I cried a river washing away your kisses But the tears I cried weren't quite enough To drown an old love affair But the train of love crumbled all my feelings And run over all old memories we share
I heard that old phone just keep on ringing. And I wondered who would call so late at night. Your voice came on clear and so familiar. I've got to deal with an old memory tonight. Yeah, I cried a river washing away your kisses. But the tears I cried weren't quite enough to drown an old love affair. But the train of love crumbled all my feelings and run over all old memories we share and run over all old memories we share Woo! thank you, you i still I really didn't like go that. up either at the end <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a song that my old man wrote probably back in like 1978, and it sat in a little cassette in a desk, and I used to listen to it when I was a kid. I used to put headphones on, and there'd be songs from his band playing live in the bars, and that's kind of what inspired me to want to do this. That's one of the cassettes that was a huge influence on getting me involved in songwriting and believing that I could do that, because that's what my dad did every day when I was a kid. He'd sit at the kitchen table have a pot of coffee, he'd have a cigarette in the fucking ashtray when people, oh, I swear again, <laughs> when people used to smoke all the time, you know, and he'd just sit there with an old cassette tape and listen to the radio, sometimes record songs off the radio to learn, but then he'd be playing songs and learning, like recording songs that he wanted, that he wrote or whatever. So I have all these cassettes here um, in the studio that I took all these songs off and that's what I'm going to do is record an album of his stuff. So Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I really awesome. like that song. Yeah, that's a really good song. It's like a, I feel like it's like a, almost like a, a songwriter's circle today. So why don't we continue the circle yeah. and why don't you sing us one more song there? Sure. Yeah, and then yeah. I'll and then, then I'll, I'll do one and then I'll sing one and we'll kind of, I'll sing us out. <laughs> sing us out. <laughs> so this next song that I'm gonna sing for you guys uh, is. Probably going to be my next song that I go into the studio. Um, I don't know when. I'm hoping like in, you know, before summer. And this one's called Can't Tell Night from Day. Basically, it's about falling too fast. Like you fall for somebody too fast and they leave you high and dry. Like they, they're gone. So this is Can't Tell Night from Day written by Ryan Wolf and Lena Daniels. I haven't sang this song in so long. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait, wait a minute, what key is that? What are the words again? <laughs> I've never forgotten how you look at night. All day in your sparkling wine. With the moon above, told me that you love a way that I left and smile. Like a thief, you stole my 
dreams I can still see. Your memory has haunted me every morning and night. Just to regain my sanity, I have to put up a fight. Fell so deep, fell so fast. Once I love, just won't last. And now I lay here I'm just going to end it there. I messed up my song. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds good. That's uh, right in your wheelhouse there. The tone for that, like the melody is right right in the pocket there. That was good. Like oh, my it. goodness. Oh, gosh. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, before we say goodbye. Do you have a website or social media that you want to plug for people to check out? Yes, definitely. I'm on Facebook, on Instagram, Lena Daniels Music, Lena Daniels 9 on Instagram. Also, I have uh, my own website called, um, it's under www.lenadanielsmusic.com. So. Awesome. Yeah. So everybody out there, go check out the website, check out the social media, like and add Lena Daniels. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you, and guys. And we're going to get Kurt to uh, take us home. I'll sing us out with a song called Take My Hand. <laughs> <laughs>
It's uh, off my album. Check it out. Awesome. I might even sing harmony. I know you want to get out of here. Come on, babe, pack your things. Let's just get out of here. I know, I know, I know a place where we can go. So come on, baby, take my hand, let's go. Come on, babe, let's ride you and me tonight. You get mad, I get mad. Let's just get out of here. I know, I know. I know a place where we can go. So come on, baby, take my hand, let's go, yeah. So come on, baby, take my hand, let's go, yeah. Come on, babe, let's ride you and me tonight. You get mad, I get mad, let's just get out of here, I know, I know, I know a place where we can go, so come on baby, take my hand, let's go, yeah. So come on, baby, take my hand, let's go. So come on, baby, let's go. There's a good show, everybody. Thank you, Lena, for coming today. You're a wonderful artist. I can't wait to uh, see more performances. And uh, maybe all three of us should do a song one day. Yeah. You never know. Absolutely. I would love to jam with you guys anytime. Yeah, sure. Let's write a tune together. Bring your husband. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. For sure. All right, Lena, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care, right, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye, Bye. now. Thanks for listening to Do You Hear Me Now? Amplifying Indigenous Voices, where we talk to Indigenous artists from Indigenous music's past, present, and future.